Preparing for Purim, Shir number one. To understand Haman and the bad guys in the Purim story, it makes sense to go back several generations. And where did it all come about? Who were the Amalekite nation? Who was Amalek? What did he do? What can we understand from the early stories that might shed some light on the book of Esther? The end of Sedra of Bishalach, chapter 17 in Shemos, it says in the Torah, Vayovo Amalek, Amalek came and attacked the Jewish people in Rufidim. The rabbis were perplexed. What was the reason why Amalek decided to attack there and then? These nations were not a threat. They were newly emancipated slaves. They were hardly a global threat to the power and dominion of Amalek. The rabbis say, as an immediate sequence of the murmurings on the part of the Israelites, the rabbis teach, it is the invariable lesson of Jewish history that whenever the Jewish people begin to doubt Hashem and itself, asking, Hashem Is Hashem among us or not? And, um, and Amalek unexpectedly pops its head up and begins to attack in order to demonstrate, yes, you were weak, you were Lacking faith, Hashem sends the the enemy, which then invariably causes the Jewish people to do one of two things, call out in despair and, in this instance, go fight. And then they recognize through the victory they have through prayer and repentance that, yes, Hashem is with them. But Amalek becomes a symbol. He becomes the answer to why is there Jew hatred? Just because irrational no basis Jew hatred is associated with the nation of Amalek. It's not till we get to the end of the Torah, the reading that we have for Parashas Zohar, Parashas Kitzetze, which is interesting because Bishalach and Kitzetze both are about leaving and going out. And the opening phrase takes us in that direction. Right at the end of chapter 25, the Torah commands us, we have to remember, and some people read these, this, these verses every single day. Remember what Amalek did when you were on your journey out of Mitzrayim. So again, it focuses on the fact that it was new. It was, it was you were fresh, freshly freed slaves. Asher he happened upon you on the, on the journey. And he attacked all those who are the weakest. So again, it takes us to an enemy that is particularly loathsome, particularly cynical and disgusting, attacking the most feeble members of our community. What's so fascinating is that all the verses prior to these ones are guiding the Jewish people to make justice and brotherly love a guiding principle in how we create a homeland and a society. And then the juxtaposition of you must be just, you must be brotherly, is juxtaposed with Amalek, who had perpetrated a cowardly and unprovoked attack on the feeble and the hindmost, the, the, those dragging their feet at the back of the nation when we were marching out of Egypt. And it's this that we are commanded that we must never, ever forget. Jumping even further forward in history from the Torah time to the time of Shmuel, the prophet Samuel. The prophet says to the king of Israel, 
Hashem has sent me to anoint you as king over the people. Listen. So I, I was the one that was sent to, to anoint you. And now listen to the word of Hashem. Hashem So says Hashem, Lord of hosts, meaning there's going to be a fight now. Tzavakos is always used as a military conquest. I remember. I'm focusing now on what Amalek did to the Jewish people. For the assault that he made on them when they were coming out of Egypt. And now what do you have to do? Go and attack Amalek. And ban, destroy, get rid of all that they possess. You must not have any mercy on them. And here comes a difficult commandment. Vehimato, you have to kill from a man to a woman. Meole or Adyonek, even the children. Mishar, from an ox to the, to the sheep. Migamal, from the camels. Vaad, Hamar, until the donkeys. More, we'll have to see tomorrow. Have a lovely day.